If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Hello and welcome to Hopeful Hints for Infertility, the show that provides short hopeful hints on all things infertility to help you find peace, take back control, and fulfill your family vision. I'm your host, Tara Bradner, and today's hopeful hints will cover how and why you need to research your fertility clinic. We will discuss this in depth in order for you to learn more about your fertility clinic their success rates, and ways you can do this. Be sure to head over to my Facebook page and join the free Infertility Care Facebook group where you can find evidence-based education, encouragement, and peace of mind while building your family. Let's get started. Hopeful hint number one, know the statistics of each treatment you are being presented with. One way to find this and just to find overall information on your clinic is SART.org, S-A-R-T.org. They will be linked in the show notes. So I pulled this directly from their website so you can better understand what this website is. So the SART clinic report provides a comprehensive view of outcomes from treatment cycles that are started with the intent to retrieve eggs. These cycles are started within a single calendar year, but the outcome may not be realized up until two years later. The report is designed to emphasize the optimal outcome of the egg retrieval, live birth of a healthy baby after a full-term gestation. So this is just one tool you can utilize when looking at your clinic, especially, most importantly, before going through IVF. Now, most clinics will also list this information on their website. So just be aware that this information is available. If not, pick up the phone, send them an email, and obtain that information prior to starting with them. Hopeful hint number two, speak to former patients. A good place to start is places like support groups on Facebook. Oftentimes, clinics will have their own designated Facebook page, or better yet, there's past patients who have started support groups for you specifically if you go to a certain clinic. You can look on reviews online, such as Google, or someone that you know that has been there. This may be somebody you know personally. A friend or family member may know somebody who's went to this clinic. A friend of yours, coworker, somebody you know who has went to this clinic will be able to better tell you 
information on the clinic. Another way is social media, simply searching the name of clinic or hashtags. I did this. I did hashtag, I went to CCRM, so I did hashtag CCRM, and that is actually how I found the very first person I ever connected with on social media. She had had in her bio that she went to CCRM. She used the hashtag CCRM a lot. So this is one way actually I connected and found the infertility community on Instagram. Now I encourage you to keep an open mind when talking to others because what may be important to them may not be as important to you or vice versa. So it's just important to keep that open mind. Something that's a good example of this is bedside manners. For me, this definitely changed as I progressed through treatment. Bedside manners were super important to me when I first started and went to my very first clinic. I did switch for different reasons, but I do remember when I first started going through IUIs, bedside manner was way more important to me than when I started IVF. When I started IVF, I wanted my doctor's brain, knowledge, and protocols. He had good bedside manner, but it really just wasn't that important to me like it was in the very beginning stages. So just always keep an open mind when speaking to others. And number three is another website called Fertility IQ. I like to utilize this website strictly for looking into doctors and clinics. This website also lists statistics of treatments such as IUI and IVF, so it's a great resource for that as well. So you can go and see reviews that others have left not only on your clinic, but also on a particular doctor. Once again, keep an open mind when you go into these reviews and websites. One thing to consider doing especially if you're in the beginning stages or seeking out second, third, fourth opinions, is scheduling consults with multiple providers and interviewing them. Look at this as an interview process to find your perfect fit as a provider and a clinic. Ask those questions that you can find in my episode of top 10 questions to ask your reproductive endocrinologist and utilize that as another tool when seeking out a clinic and provider. I will link both of these resources in the show notes in addition to my top 10 questions to ask your reproductive endocrinologist. You can click on that in the show notes and take this with you to your next appointment or when you're doing these interviews with multiple clinics and providers. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hopeful Hints. Make sure to join us next week where I will bring you more hopeful hints to provide you with peace as you walk through your infertility journey. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.